Hello, dear listener. Thank you for downloading, streaming, listening to Spooky Doings Podcast. My name is Rick Guzman. I'm an improv comedian from New York. And that's all I got for today. It's a, it's a lazy Sunday morning. But I'm joined by the lady behind the beeps, the boobs, the buttons, and bobs. Uh, she rules this house with an iron fist. And, uh, and we really couldn't do it without her. It's Chelsea Bennington. How are you, Chelsea? Just rolling. Taking, rolling, rolling overall, being the queen that I am. I think we've already uncovered a flaw in recording on Sunday morning in that we're somewhat lethargic uh, and restful and just, yeah. But that's all right, because we got a lively guest today to talk about a lively topic. And personally, I've been impressed that uh, we were able to get an agreement for an appearance by someone of such high esteem. Uh, he's a former world champion multiple times. He is a Hall of Famer uh, and a native Texan. We have the Texas Rattlesnake on the podcast with us. How are you, sir? Thank you for joining us. Can I get a hell yeah? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It's great to have you on the How show. How you Thank doing, you spooky doings? We're, we're doing things spooky-like. That's beautiful. All right, all right. How, how are you feeling with your health, sir? I know you've been retired for a while, and there's lots of rumors uh, surrounding your current state in the wrestling business. Uh, oh, so you know how it is. Everybody's always itching to get back into squared circles, so you never know. With Mania coming up, uh, you know, there could be some magic happening for old Stone Cold Steve Austin. There could be a nice payday coming for you. That's, <laughs> that, that's a that's a big deal. Uh, speaking straight. of paydays, speaking of paydays, I gotta say, you know, you're you're out there, you're making the moves, you're doing the promotions, but you took time out of your busy schedule uh, as a Texas native to weigh in on the recent Netflix film of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, it is a, 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 a film of a franchise with a lot of longevity, a lot of deep passionate fans and we've got a take on it for the new millennium so as as our, our crew of wonderful young people who you know are no longer long for this world roll in to a texas town they're coming into things they've got their nice uh fancy hybrid cars uh which probably aren't uh widely seen in texas is that correct sir yeah that's a uh... So, so these uh, these namby pamby liberals are driving a Tesla yet they're stopped at a gas station first scene in the movie. That don't make any goddamn sense. What are they filling up that. on? There ain't no electricity in that gas station. I'd see no charging stations there. But it, it might be the good barbecue. I've heard. Yeah. And if, they uh, show up to pick up Chekhov's corkscrew, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, and that makes sense as you have have dabbled in the thespian arts. Yeah, it seems like you you take a rather thorough approach when you watch movies and analyzing scenes. Is that? Oh yeah, Stone Cold's got a very critical eye, you know. So Stone yeah. Cold, not, not many people know, but Stone Cold actually went to Juilliard. I'm a bit of a a, a, a theater buff. Uh, you know, I know I know a lot about. Uh, 
about uh, the cinema, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, from from yeah. such wonderful films as The Condemned, uh, can anyone deny uh, your your performance in front of the camera on that? Of event? course, of course. Was I in one of those 13 Bullets movies? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Yes, yes. And you were fantastic. Uh, you, you were in 15 Bullets. Fifteen gotta, bullets. Okay. Yeah, they got to they got to bring you in later. <laughs> so yeah, it, it it also takes a little while for them to get to Leatherface, you know, because and I, that makes sense. You got to establish some of these kids and make you care about them. So yeah, so uh, there's always a character that you, know, you want to see them get their comeuppance, and Bourgeois Bob, who kind of sounds like a character from the Mid South territories, which. You don't understand back in the day, champ, you know, coming out three-piece suit, you know, but eventually he's going to get a chainsaw on the ass. Yeah, tell you what, you get uh, Jake the Snake in there with him and he ain't going to stand a chance. He'll be out, out in a second. Is it a namby-pamby? <laughs> you've, yeah. you've got history with Jake. Some would say you wouldn't be where you are without your victory against Jake Roberts. It was a well-deserved victory. Yeah, you know, I uh, uh, couldn't be more grateful to have someone like Jake the Snake put me over. It's a, it's a true legend. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you see him uh, hanging out. That uh, he, he showed up at uh, New York Comic Con this year. I don't know if you were aware of that. I was not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the the man's still out and about doing getting work. And and down. and if Austin three sixteen has taught us anything, it's that improv could lead to a lot of t-shirt money under the right situation. What? Precisely. <laughs> uh, no, nothing like a good t-shirt. So, so uh, Chelsea, did you have any favorite characters or least favorite characters? Well, this is a hot take, but... Uh, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Um, I thought this movie really developed Leatherface so well. It was great to get that Phantom of the Opera-esque backstory. Ah, oh, damn it, who's calling? We'll ignore that. Um, it got that Phantom of the Opera backstory where he really is just in love and he's trying to find his soulmate. So Leatherface is my favorite. Mm -hmm. Le really, Leatherface I, needs love too. I, uh, I really appreciated that the the homage to Phantom of the Opera. They had the chandelier crash in the middle of the, the middle of the room. It was a mm -hmm. was I, a I nice uh, nod. I didn't realize you were. I mean, you really are um, <laughs> a thespian here, uh, uh, Mr. Austin. In addition to spending time in a square circle, I've also tread the boards. <laughs> <laughs> and they got that chandelier drop in one take. You know, you get the chainsaw. <laughs> cut the chain boom there and then down goes bourgeois bill <laughs> so all, all in there. all in one shot too one mm -hmm. take mm -hmm. so you really got to give a shout out to the dp on that one just to, to pause from from talking about the film for a second i think i think rumors notwithstanding i think it's time for the texas rattlesnake the beer drinking ass kicker to direct a film i you, I'd feel like you have the right eye and persona and temperament, honestly, to direct a, a film if the, if the script spoke to you in that kind of way. 
You know, yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm, that's pretty much all it's coming down to at this point is I'm just waiting for the right script to come along. Like, I, you know, I definitely, uh, you know, I think I got a good uh, handle on how to deal with actors, you know, when, a, you know, if they, they, they're having trouble getting a, the right performance that you want, you know, you take them off, the, take them off camera, pull them aside and say, listen here, you candy ass, you better deliver these lines for, as they were written, hit your goddamn marks or you're going to get stomped in the mud hole. And, you know, now, now, now some act, some actors might need that. Some other actors might just need a stone cold IPA. You never can tell. I think SAG may have an issue with that, though. I don't think you can you can yell at them like that, Mister Austin. You can't do that. Oh, so I don't believe in unions. I refuse to work. With oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> we can talk about that another day. Um, that that yeah. sounds like Vince talking to me. <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got a, I got a little Vince on one shoulder and a little Dusty Rhodes on the other one. They're constantly at war with one another. Oh, if you will, baby, if you will. <laughs> hard times. Speaking of hard times, <laughs> as, as as we go on within the film, people are getting picked off left and right. But at the heart of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, besides barbecue and Texas chainsaws it, it's family i know chelsea being a lover of the fast and furious uh and 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 champ you know some people that have been involved in that franchise uh you punch a couple in the face um the the heart of it all is the the, the, the hewlett family and they're coming together uh for fine formally walking and talking cuisine and that dinner scene at the end. Uh, I didn't expect it to be uh, where everyone in the family would be dressed so formally. I know. I thought it was a fun nod to Fast and Furious as well because they were all drinking Coronas um, <laughs> like they do in the first Fast and Furious where it, you, you always have to drink Corona. Um, Product placement notwithstanding, you'd think a pandemic would put a little damper on that. I think, I mean, yeah, every, every, everybody had a, they had a Corona on one side of the plate and a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's on the other. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was very, it was, it was quite a literal and in, um, in your face uh, product placement, but it did bring, you know, some, it humbled them because they were dressed all fancy. You needed to get back to the Texas roots, I think, and you couldn't yeah, do that I, Corona and baby rays. I, I, I was surprised at the 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 move to a uh, to a costume period piece at the end. There, uh, it was a, a a bit of a left turn that I wasn't expecting, but you got to give uh, it up to the costume designers. It was were pretty immaculate outfits. A swerve, if you will. That's Nice swerve. No, a Tokyo drift. A Tokyo <laughs> drift for <laughs> chance. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It was a it was a bold choice. Um, but we don't get those a lot in horror movies anymore. So I think I think we needed something pretty out there to make this stand apart from every other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie where we know how it ends with like, you know, a cannibal family sitting there having fun, laughing. We needed, we needed a difference. We needed Jane Austen-esque, um, but still with some Fast and the Furious style. Um, 
We've all seen hillbilly redneck cannibals. It's about time that we've seen Victorian cannibals. That's right. uh, you know, it's exactly exactly. There, there's two great points you made up, and I, I want to address them individually. First, Chelsea's uh, towards our, our guest, uh, Jane Austen. Any relation? Yes, yes, I'm, I am actually a descendant of Jane Austen. Cool. Yeah, and, and with it becoming somewhat Victorian piece in nature, the fact that Leatherface's love interest was named Victoria didn't resonate with me upon watching it. But that's why we have these conversations. So Chelsea and any of our esteemed guests can enlighten my ignorant ass. Now, Victoria, fine as a motherfucker. Fine as a motherfucker. Gotta say that. that that's Very classically beautiful woman. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Austin, for showing some respect. <laughs> unlike, unlike Rick here. <laughs> Still gold to gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, in 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 my defense, and I don't and I don't mean to offend in this, I have not been wedded as many times as the Texas rattlesnake, so I've not uh, been financially corrected as frequently as our guest. Well, I, I mean, the reason I, Stone Cold's been married so many times is because he loves the act of marriage. It's a beautiful ceremony. You could just go to weddings. I don't think you have to. You have to get married each each time. Well, I, I mean, you know, being the, the thespian that I am, I do love to be oh, the center of attention. So fair, fair, I like to fair. have the focus on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's uh, you know, I mean, you know, we 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 do say that there's there's no small roles, just small actors. But uh, I don't think that's true. I think there are small, there are there are small roles, and uh, and uh, Stone Cold don't cotton the small roles. Stone Cold needs to be the center of the action. You don't headline the showcase of the immortals as many times as our guest if you don't have the drive to put yourself at the top of the card. And, you know, like... <laughs> Every wedding, I got to be top of the card. Top of the Main card, event. top of the cake, focus of attention. How many times? I, I had a, I had a, I had a casket wedding, a casket mm-hmm. match wedding, uh, a few years back. I, I heard, a, I read about that in the dirt sheet. It was, it was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> and, and yeah, so, so first we, person, first person thrown in a casket had to say I do. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard those chair shots you took were a little bit stiff. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, the the missus, uh, she, yeah, she really stiffed me on those. I uh, I got color, I'll tell you. Oh, that'll, that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> much, much like in this film, you know, and, and who doesn't love to end uh, with a blood-spattered bride kissing her groom's surrogate face? Yes. As, 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 as it fades to black and then right at the end, fiend. A love story for the <laughs> and scene. <laughs> oh, that was a fun bunch of silliness. <laughs> now, for, 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 for our listeners, <laughs> probably figured out that wasn't Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's our wonderful guest, uh, a comedian and a podcaster, and an improviser. Rover Vito is in the house. Thank you for joining us, Rob. Thank you so much for having me and for having the Texas rattlesnake come along. 
Well, you know, uh, <laughs> a, a, a friend and, and, and former guest, Aaron Gold, posted some TikToks of you doing this impression during the pandemic. And I'm like, this is fucking brilliant. Um, and then when a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out, it's like, Texas, Austin. <laughs> it, this, this could be some funny chocolate and peanut butter, if, if you will. <laughs> And get together. And then I asked you, like, do you actually watch horror movies? And unlike Aaron, you do. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> all right, so watch the movie and let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, man. This was this was a wild one. I I I I didn't I didn't know I don't know if I had any expectations for it because I haven't seen any of the other uh Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Like but... ever? Not even the original? No. I'm okay. I, I, I I like horror, but I don't like slashers. I'm not a big okay. slasher person. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, this was uh, this was fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah, for this one being your, I mean, believe it or not, <laughs> this was definitely more violent than a lot of them. <laughs> the, the, yeah, this was atypical. Um, well, here is. I will admit that throughout this pandemic. There were a few of the Chainsaw films that I watched for the first time. There was even one prequel called Leatherface, just Leatherface, not Chainsaw 3, just Leatherface, that I didn't even know existed. So I've watched all of them throughout the past two years. And with different studios having the rights at different times, it is chaos if you're looking for continuity. Because <laughs> none exists. Yeah, sure. Uh... So this... This looked like legendary pictures. Watched Halloween in 2018, and someone said, "Get exactly. me one of those," and they yeah. did. It's like they they they're they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna do the grizzled final girl thing," and yeah. and then they, and they immediately bail on it. It's the so just like full disclosure, right? Like, I think this movie is a colossal piece of shit. <laughs> oh yeah, it's. No, no, I don't think anyone. <laughs> <laughs> We described a way better movie than the beginning of this podcast. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's certainly polarizing, and, and, and there are people that enjoy it. There are people that flat out hate it. I think there are people that uh, revere the original so much that nothing will compare to it. And I agree that nothing will. But I look at this kind of like a Jaws sequel, or another Mud Honey <laughs> album. I know what I'm going to get when I walk into it. So do I get someone, uh, and in this case, many people, killed with a chainsaw? That's what I was expecting. So I'm not disappointed. As far as the... Go ahead. And you got my chainsaw impression through the movie, too. Oh, right yes. Yeah, could... <laughs> <laughs> Just like a chainsaw. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, I want to do the thing that I see the sound people uh, on set do. I want absolute silence so that we, the mic can pick it up. Chelsea, in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. You know, like when you. Uh, <laughs> it's a penguin starting a chainsaw. <laughs> but going to the colossal piece of shit that Roe felt that it was. Uh, and I'm not di disagreeing with you. Um, to me, the most disturbing part was when the chainsaw is going through the floorboards 
as the young lady's crawling through the crawl space. And then the chainsaw like hits that pipe and I'm like, oh no, that's a doo-doo pipe, isn't it? And sure <laughs> enough, lots of feces just and it's, land. It's old lady and character. leather face feces. Huh? <laughs> so the, gross. The cat lady mom from Sleepwalkers. That was her poo. Uh, my my first thought when she gets covered in poop wasn't, oh no, the chainsaw. I was like, oh god, she's gonna get an infection. Wait, I think Rick said something similar, or your or uh, your girlfriend did. Someone said something about her getting an infection. She's yeah, I would go kill to, like, myself. Septic shockers. Yeah, I would. I would. You know, sorry to be insensitive. I would commit suicide. I, I would I would die Forever if I was clean. covered in that. I'd just go ahead and quit. Rage <laughs> oh, quit. I've been to Texas once. I went to a swimming hole in Austin. Um, it, it took a couple of hot showers just for me to feel normal after that. <laughs> that with, with that in mind, great case. Anyway. <laughs> the, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, it's it's funny because the more I think about the movie, I'm like, this is this is so ridiculous. The the scene in the party bus alone was just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but it reminded me. I was like, okay, what was worse, the, the this movie um, and some of the choices it made, but then there's also a Texas Chainsaw movie where um, the final girl finds out that Leatherface is her cousin. And when he's like revving up the chainsaw to kill yes. someone, she goes, do your thing, cuz. I'll explain this to Ro. What's yeah, worse? I don't know. Oh God. When, when, when Lionsgate did Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, Alexandria Daddario from, from the, what was it? Uh, True. Detective. Fuck. Detective. Thank you. Blanked out there for a second. Um, finds out that, yeah, she's a distant cousin of Leatherface. And to put it in wrestling terms, Leatherface now turns babyface in the movie. He becomes the hero oh against the corrupt police. And both of these films are that one and this one that we're talking about. But at uh, least it's corrupt police in that one. I, yeah. <laughs> Not just some douchebag influencers. Our oh direct <laughs> sequels to the original, I... ignoring all of the other films. It, oh my god i like just just, just I, so many things i want to talk about but go back to the the the, the chainsaw through the floorboards first right. just real quick yeah. like no t- the, so so the whole movie in general no fucking tension whatsoever because it's the most like cynical by the numbers unoriginal uninspired piece of fucking shit that i've ever it's like every beat for beat it's like every stereotypical slasher movie beat she's under the floorboards and things coming and you're literally like move to the left or the right you have room what are you doing like this is stupid it's an entire there's no house here you have room <laughs> it's, oh god i and then, and then yeah the, the 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 bus the fucking it's uh, 
we're going to take a chainsaw to woke cancel culture, baby. <laughs> the fucking guy on his Try anything and you're canceled, bro. Shut the fuck up. What, what oh the my fuck God. are these people? These caricatures of human beings. And they're like <laughs> investors or something. Apparently that line, the can't, the, you know, try anything and you're canceled was in the trailer and people were like, please, you have time. Take it out of the movie. Like everyone oh was God. like, I read about it and everyone was like, stop, don't put this in the movie. That, that was their, that was their big gotcha line. That was their like, they're, it's like, this for some reason this movie is it like is is a hit piece on what what people think like uh what, what people think millennials are that like like woke only in words but not in actions and like like hardcore uh like conniving capitalists or whatever like how the fuck do these two cooks running a food truck have enough money to buy the deeds to every single fucking property in this town? How do they have that money? How do they do that? I actually, I would have loved if they, the movie was so short and they really took no time to develop anything or any of the characters, but the, the, what's his name? I have the IMDb up. Of course, he's like not the first person. Uh, the influence. Oh, Dante. Um, Played by Jacob Latimer from The Shy. Yeah. Um, when it when he's saying, oh, I have the deed, I have the deed, oh, I left it, it's in the office, part of me was like, it'd be really interesting if we learn, like, he just, like, he's a grifter or something, like, you know, this was actually, <laughs> like, well, like, he didn't just buy that... it, like, he did actually do something really shady, but that yeah. was a throwaway line, and they didn't explore any of it, because he was like, the yeah. one wants to die. That would have been so cool if they had done that. <laughs> why, why, why aren't you working for legendary pictures? Right I ask now? myself that question every goddamn day. You know, <laughs> a, a character with depth or an angle, we could never. My God, <laughs> what? Because <Cause, laughs> you see, there's like chainsaws. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of great social commentary in movies and. Uh, Having a, a Confederate flag up that, you know, and then of oh course, my God. you, you, you oh. want to take down. Their attack on freedom of speech killed that old woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wanting uh. to take that down makes sense. But um, as we were watching, uh, my, my beautiful lady, she's a thinker. And she's sitting there thinking that Richter is going to be revealed to have like, special oh i'm training. still pissed about that richter it, should have lived longer in order to fight leatherface and i look at her and i'm like no you're thinking way too hard for a <laughs> movie there's there's no there's no death to these characters i know <laughs> when i was getting i was getting my hopes up for i don't know why when watching it and with richter because you know he's coming off as this you know douche character in a truck and He's like, you know, judging these uh, these main characters. And I was like, oh, I think, you know, he's kind of relating to uh, to Lila with they're talking. <laughs> they're talking. So that's how they're relating to each other. <laughs> it's, characters, it's characters talking to each other in a Texas Chainsaw movie. So I consider that <laughs> they're relating. Um, but uh, I thought he was going to be some type of, you know, disgruntled, rugged, anti-hero at the end that's helping these kids and he had you know some charlie hunnam-esque like 
he was hot oh, oh. and i just wanted this gentleman is not he, the lesbian Mo Dunford is not the actor that Charlie Hunnam is. I mean, I, but then when you're like, he was hot, I'm like, yeah, all right, okay, okay, okay. okay cool. Those are my intentions he, all along, as I was just saying, he was hot, but still. Yeah. Like, I don't he, want uh, the pretty one to die. <laughs> he, he, they, they couldn't overcomplicate things because he, like, it, it was already too much for them in the script to have him be the uh the catalyst for the victim of a school shooting to get over her uh, trauma by becoming a gun user they need uh, <laughs> her, her the, this fucking wayne lapierre philosophy that they have to uh, inscribe on this fucking girl of <laughs> the only way to stop a bad guy with yeah. a chainsaw is a good guy with a gun <laughs> like, oh, no. Fuck out of here. This movie's insane. It's so fucking stupid. There were so many things that I was thinking about at the end when it came to uh her using a gun. And I mean, first of all, you know, kind of skipping to the end of the movie, they really, they really messed up with bringing Sally back, the older woman who she was the final girl in the original. It's not the same actress. She passed away a few years ago. But like She's like, I've been hunting him for years. And I'm like, you're in the same town. What do you yeah, mean you're yeah. hunting him? He hasn't gone anywhere. How did you um, not find him? There's a picture of him in the orphanage wearing the same outfit. That he's, was, that's it how it's so given cool. away. And for her to use it's the a big boy in suspenders. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> and to use the girls as bait, and she's immediately like, "Sorry, he wants you," and just locks them in the truck. I'm like, you and then proceeds to not shoot him. And then, and then she dies immediately. Oh, and she's like, "Do you remember me?" No. Why do you no. care? Fucking kill him. <laughs> I was just like, they really tried 101 trying to take like Laurie Strode and Halloween with yeah. the PTSD and and recovering from trauma. But instead, this woman's just like the worst ranger in Texas. Like, I don't know. And dies. And it's, so the, it's like, they're like, like super expository, heavy, true crime opening thing where they're like, all right, here's the story of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it's uh, whatever the fuck her name is, uh, Laurie Strode Jr. Uh, <laughs> but in like, she, she Sally her testimony, this is Sally Huxley, and then she and then she was never hurt. She, she refused to like give anyone like uh, to, to speak again about anything. It's like implying that she's like you know, she's still processing the trauma and doesn't want to, you know, relive or deal with it anymore. But then all of a sudden it's, no, she, the fucking gas station guy's like, he's back. She's the person I got to call and take it. Why? How was that established that she's the person that's got to be, to be the one to take care of this? She, she went into hiding because she didn't want to have to deal with it or relive it anymore. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. What it, what it, it's so I, it's so silly. It's it's uh, weird. It's really strange the choices they made with her. And the the the, the, the stupid thing with Leatherface, like like the, the very briefly try, like trying to make him this like like empathetic like character being like, Oh, I'm so sad that my mommy died. And then and then immediately doing like a Norman Bates thing with him of like putting on the like the dress and then like crazily like putting the blush on this 
his mother's face on his like what the fuck are you doing i did I that, that, love- does, that does pertain a little bit to a few of the previous uh, okay films. i want to go back a little bit i apologize your, for my bro. ignorance no it's okay no it's cool how it's cool. dare you get the cutting of a face off and make up <laughs> wrong but I, I i gotta give you your flowers while you're here you made a <laughs> reference to wayne lapierre who is despicable but it made me laugh and it's 100 appropriate for this show so thank you. <laughs> i could not let that slide <laughs> moving on <laughs> i i will say um before before you jump in rick the, this one thing i enjoyed about this movie because i do like i do like slashers um like the kills are pretty gnarly. I mean, the bus yes. scene, I was a little like, yeah. okay, calm down. <laughs> but um, but the van, the police van or ambulance, mm. whatever they were in, that whole scene, like breaking his, what do you do? Break his, uh, yeah, he broke, broke the his, guy's broke his wrist and then used a the, compound fracture yeah. and then stabbed him with the bow. And that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed this movie, that level of explicit overt gore i'm getting what i want all of your points are valid i appreciate i appreciate like creative kills and stuff and like i thought that was a fun gnarly one i was like oh that's fucked up and then the rest of them are all just like just kind of boring i don't know like i it's the the brutality of like a few of them is just like how long it takes for the person to die and to like like i that's not creative or entertaining i'm like oh that's just upsetting this person like put this person out of their misery is gross the fact that sally lived for like 30 minutes after giving a chainsaw (laughs) through the chest and spine i'm like i mean 30 minutes obviously not but still enough to talk and Mm -hmm. hand the girl her gun i was like i'm not a doctor (laughs) (laughs) really don't think you could do that (laughs) and like it's it's like i like and and uh, and like the frustrating thing is like it's like it's like yeah i know that's like it's like that's the typical thing that happens in slash movies of course like we all know like that's the language of like you know it's like no nobody's dead until you actually see them dead and blah 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 but like that they just they just adhere to those rules there's no play on it there's no twist there's no so it's like so you know that that's what's going to happen you're like you know she's not dead like it, you didn't see her die and then the like the, the fucking ending it like i it, it it was hilarious to me it wasn't like i was this is the dumbest thing i've ever <laughs> seen like uh, that, we, we can go back to that later but yeah so I, that's why i liken it to Jaws sequels. Not that I enjoyed Jaws 3, but the other two, I will watch. And, you know, if you've watched Shark Week ever, you know sharks don't behave like they do <laughs> in those films. But, and, and, and all, sharks again, don't hold grudges? Yes. Nor do they <laughs> roar. <laughs> and, and, and all of your points about what you found are stupid, you're not wrong. But I, I dug it anyway because of it's it's comfort food, right? Yeah, it's, like yeah, it's, it's it's what it's what I was looking for. Yeah, um, you know what you're what I assume, get for sure. What I assume Chelsea feels going into the next Fast and Furious movie, uh, when I'm going into the next Marvel movie. Don't compare. Movie. Don't compare. Don't compare. That's actually yeah. The, fa- the Fast Stop movies it. always have creative stunts. Yeah. it's yeah, the, you, the, you the Fast movies. It's like roll. you need to slow your roll. Rick. <laughs> the 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 Fast movies. It's like. 
Uh, what's a stunt that a person normally does? Oh, jump out of a plane? Okay, what if we had cars do that? Yeah. Like, what if they jump out of a plane rules. while a car is going <laughs> over uh, a hill and he jumps from the plane to the car? Don't you fucking dare <laughs> compare this movie to and also, a nine-film franchise, including another spinoff. Don't. Okay, continue. So, but what if in the next movie, uh, the, the cars roar is what I'm asking. I think That's... they'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the cars will do. That, that, that's what will happen. So, so and, and maybe it's because I'm an 80s kid, grew up on slashers. It's my favorite of the sub genre. So, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Do we got gore? Do we got ridiculousness? Uh, compound fractures of the wrist, taking a hammer to a big uh, beefcake's leg, uh, slicing open somebody's face. Yeah, somebody living for entirely too long after getting a chainsaw go through their torso and upwards. I'm, but I'm just the one with like Dante, where it's like, and you like, he stumbled. I, oh, I enjoyed this. The, the, I enjoyed the swinging door shot. I thought that was fun. Of like, you know, the door opening and closing, and you kind of see everything happening. But then, like, yeah, him backing into the room and then just laying there, and you're like, okay, well, I think they're showing him dead. I guess he's dead. And then they cut back to him like a scene later, and he's like still twitching. Was like, oh, that sucks. That really sucks. And then oh. you see his whole fucking face open. <laughs> Like, oh, so many kill him, kill him, please. Also, imagine just like seeing you see somebody's uh, face, like pretty much hanging off. It's gone, and he dies. And you walk to the bus, and you're like, everything's fine. Just, just keep the doors locked. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't keep the doors shut. It's fine. Keep farting. <laughs> like that's what she basically did. And I was like, maybe you should tell them. <laughs> it was just so funny that she was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just set. <laughs> that killed me. I was like, damn. All right. Well, all of them are gonna die. <laughs> that's when I figured. But it was funny. I enjoyed that uh in in the bus, the um I just hit my microphone. <laughs> enjoyed in the bus. Um where the the sisters are hiding in the bathroom and the blood just starts flooding on the floor into the bathroom. God, and yeah, that was that, that was some shot. great imagery. I enjoyed that. <laughs> it is really traumatizing to hear, you know, for her to have to hear like all of those screams and that violence, and she's just uh, like staying still. Like what, like something um, I've said before is, <laughs> it just makes me really sad that they do the whole you know, school shooting, uh, PTSD, and she's having to deal with it again. And now, or then after what happens to her sister at the end, I'd be like, damn girl, not enough therapists in the world for that one. Yeah. Is what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she's going to be the grizzled final girl. Oh, God, <laughs> I, 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 I can also appreciate the, the, the homage to the original, uh, not done as well as Toby Hooper did it by any means. Of, his of fungal dance off. at the end <laughs> of, 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 of our final girl looking back at Leatherface with the chainsaw while the car is driving itself um, so and, fucking and stupid <laughs> you can tell they thought they were doing something deep with that too like they thought they were with like purification and stuff they thought they were being deep there that was their for Toby moment I believe 
It's it's just so funny because it's just just how slow the car is driving because it's doing the autopilot. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, get the hell out of this town. This is when you turn autopilot off and you you go fast and you go furious. That is what you do. You do not let autopilot go for like 10 miles. <laughs> not everybody. See, if they had watched Fast and Furious, they would have known. They're basically for, for family, you gotta go fast. For family, you got. I feel like watching the Fast and Furious movies is the same as getting like first aid and CPR certified. I think you're good after that. Like <laughs> it counts. Not everything is Fast and Furious. Joe. It should be. God, we would. This world would be a much better place. It's true. No. <laughs> <laughs> so after seeing this film, Rob, and after talking about this, would you consider watching? Toby Hooper's original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm I'm curious. Yeah, I definitely like um, because that came out in the '70s, right? It did. So like uh, I, uh, my uh, I guess I don't know. Assumption is that it's going to be a lot uh darker and uh and brutal um like i i because like i always feel like it's kind of it's always lumped in in conversations with uh was it last door on the left is that what it's called the last uh, house on the left last house on the left and like uh, and uh that's also a very fucked up movie so i like i think like i i always kind of link the two of them in my head of like mm. although like if you watch those you're gonna need to like uh like uh have a sit for a while <laughs> and maybe do some self-care afterwards <laughs> um you're, you're, is it, you're is it anything like that <laughs> i think i think uh last house on the left is definitely one where i've i've watched the original once and i was it's fine cool I, i'm good i'm gonna sit and just be <laughs> just be um but, i couldn't finish last house on the left so yeah it's, it's considered like it's almost like snuff film like style it's Ooh, really, really 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 you feel dirty anyway um but with uh the texas chainsaw massacre the 70s one um i've watched that movie several times and i like it it's kind it's one of those where it's definitely not bloodless but it's not as it's not it rick correct me if i'm wrong i don't think it's super gory i mean it's it's it's, it's nowhere near as gory as this movie. yeah it's like well, that's psycho like, in a lot of theater it's in your mind. mind yeah um that's cool i first watched it in the mid 90s when i was working in a video store and uh i had that moment of like well now i can rent movies for free and <laughs> there's all these movies i haven't seen so that was one and i, and I took it home and after a shift and i popped it in the vcr and I'm watching it, and there is the famous meat hook scene. Uh, and even though Bro uh, hasn't seen this movie, you've probably heard of it. And if it's not, this spoiler is not going to it's the first uh, twenty minutes make you not watch it. No one's ever not watched <laughs> it because of a spoiler. You don't see what happens with this meat hook. It's very much like okay, the shower cool. scene in Psycho. But where my mind took myself, I am yeah, now sure. up off the couch pacing back and forth going oh shit okay and i saw nothing <laughs> so what you're talking about in this newer film where like the grisly twitchy suffering made you feel uncomfortable the original will do 
more of that because I feel because it leaves more <laughs> to your imagination. So I, I, I want you to know in, if you do with full knowledge, uh, it, it's disturbing close-up imagery and set dressing and tone, I feel, that make Hooper's film uh, a classic more than any gore or effects or things like that. It, and, and I love guerrilla style filmmaking of that time. Like, totally. Like, like Night of the Living Dead, like Clerks, where people or John Waters stuff where it's like, we just want to fucking make a movie and mm -hmm. that's what we're going to do. So I think that that heart has what this new film lacked. Money doesn't always, uh, it's not always a good substitute for, for passion. Uh, totally. Yeah, that, that's kind of like kind of what I was like, kind of like was uh, thinking about when like I it said that it was like cynical because it like, yeah, it just it just feels like it's like, like, uh, uh, like a like a pale imitation like it's like are we know all the things that we have to have in this movie for it to be uh you know successful within uh within the confines of the genre so we're just going to do those things but like there's no there's no passion in it there's no heart there's no right uh like uh it's it's it, it doesn't feel like let's make a movie it's like let's make a quick uh cash grab <laughs> like you know um and yeah, I mean, yeah, like I, I completely agree. I think, yeah, this, it's definitely in the original, it, it's definitely uh, in theme darker. Um, I don't know, maybe now I'm starting to like question my own, uh, my own conscience because Rick is like, I had to pick the <laughs> room back and forth and I'm telling you, it's fine. <laughs> like, you're getting two very different <laughs> uh, so, so you'll think differently of me maybe after watching it. Like, like it's fine. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. Um, but it's, it's definitely, I appreciate just how it's made and, and it does have, uh, you know, the social commentary that a lot of those movies at the time did um, and horror movies in general are usually social commentary um, without being too in your face about it. But I think, I think the original one's worth watching. I hate to say this. I don't know. I don't hate to say this. I have no, uh, <laughs> no <laughs> in this fight. Um, I don't think any of the others are. I, I liked the 2003 remake. I thought that one was actually a really good movie. Um, I can't tell you anything. I can't tell you a dick about the other movies. I know Renee Zellweger <laughs> and Vigo. Oh, Morgan. really? I've seen them that, all, and I just don't. I I can't tell you the stories. I don't remember. All right. Uh, let Let's see if we can blow Rose mind before uh, we land this plane. <laughs> In the 90s, uh, maybe about like 94, 95. Miramax got the rights to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They made Texas Chainsaw Massacre the next generation. So it's the first film of Renee Zellweger and it came out after Days Been Confused, but it was one of the first films of Matthew McConaughey. And Leatherface and his family are attacking these kidnapped teenagers on prom night and i watched it for the first time 
in this pandemic not that long ago because it popped up on HBO Max. I'm like, you know what? I've never seen this movie. Fuck it, man. Let's let me see what happens. And it is insane. And why I'll hold it in higher esteem than a lot of the other Texas Chainsaw Massacre films is because Matthew McConaughey is making some very bold, big choices. You ever watch I Improv Row where some motherfucker is just like, you know what? Balls out in this scene. <laughs> They're no, like, I don't think I've ever seen that. I think every all the improv I've seen is very reserved and measured. <laughs> <laughs> like, like some guy is playing characters that are at a nine or a ten in every god. <laughs> That's Matthew McConaughey in this movie. There's even one scene. He jumps off the roof onto a truck and you hear him go, and I'm like, and I cracked up. (laughs) That was a choice that I'm like, you know what? I don't. That does sound entertaining. I, this, I might actually check that one out. I think I, I might I, have to read this. I though. like that concept. Uh, yeah. so Prom Night Slasher. That, therein lies my question. If you decide to revisit any of these chainsaw or, or to see any of these chainsaw films for the first time, not really, would you be willing to come back on the show and we can talk about it because we've done tutorial episodes. Oh my God, yes. Absolutely. Somebody watching a movie for the first time, it's like, all right. <laughs> Let, let's talk it out. What did you think? Uh, I, w- I would love to, as long as all your listeners don't hate my guts now for uh, making fun of all of the slasher movie conventions <laughs> and saying that they suck. Just come in and you're like, listen, you and your taste absolutely suck. <laughs> anyway, listen I'd love to you, you fucking simpletons. Yeah. Let me tell you, you what real cinema is. You, you, you might get a Stone Cold promo on it. Um, <laughs> Here, here's the thing that I love about the heart. I've said it before and I'll say it again. While we differ in opinions, and uh, I, I'll bust Chelsea's chops about Fast and the Furious, she'll bust my chops about Marvel films. But we can do that because we're friends and we love each other. Nobody's feelings are getting hurt. I like That's to believe. My feelings often get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> True podcast confessions. I know. Uh. <laughs> actually i'm in a constant state of agony and despair. Uh, anyway the plug? <laughs> i'll go on i do believe that the horror community uh they they as long as you're in it you're good okay it may not be your thing slashers may not be your thing that's all right because we probably both love this other film in a different sub-genre and we can bond mm. over that. But it's like, okay, you want to go see Halloween uh, ends, bro? Nah, okay, all right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> it's good. So yeah, if, if you're into it, or if you want to like, you know, throw some shit at us that you know, I've never heard of, I'm always open to see some more I actually, shit, talk to some people. Talk I actually do have a recommendation. I don't know if you see, it's on HBO Max. Have you seen The Empty Man yet? I have. I fucking loved The Empty Man. <laughs> okay. I did I not watched it. I did not, but I saw what they were doing and I appreciated it in that it was like kind of kind of like uh, maybe a little bit of this Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake where it's like, let's do a Slender Man story. Oh, but this other studio did a horror movie called Slender Man. Like, 
let's change the name. <laughs> I, now, I, I, I can't compare good. it to the film Slender Man because I didn't watch that one. But Empty Man, I don't regret seeing it, but it's not mm. something that I would need to watch again. So you're probably more of a paranormal person uh, in, yeah, your, in your heart. I, I I like um uh I, I like uh psychological horror more. I like I like to have my mind fucked. <laughs> Sometimes you want to get thinky. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It was also like I the I think the thing that I enjoyed most about it is just like it was just very good at tone and just mm-hmm. like establishing tone throughout all and like like each part of the movie is almost like a different genre and it blends from like part to part really well. It's like, you know, like that first like prologue thing, like that's straight up, like that's, that's ghoul horror movie, just straight up. Then it turns into like a, like a cop procedural kind of thing a little bit. And then it goes into a conspiracy thriller and then it goes into like a, uh, uh, like uh eldritch horror, like, kind of thing and and it does it really well like moving from thing to thing and uh yeah and just like the, the just like the the whole time I, w- I was just just fascinated i was like what the fuck is going on and what the fuck is about to happen and that's, and, that's yeah. a very and, accurate description <laughs> of the yes. well you've convinced me i'm gonna watch it and i also i thought of something to that describes <laughs> um, for, for those for those who aren't watching on zoom because we don't let you um chelsea was talking and her door just opened and i know it's the cat she knows it's the cat but Rome might have thought she got something forth in that moment um it's the paranormal activity the- it's, it's the empty man it's the empty man. <laughs> oh, no i haven't even watched it yet he can't come after me yet um that's how he gets you. <laughs> but I think so. Horror movies, I think, will fuck your mind. But psychological horror movies will take you to dinner first. <laughs> Beautifully said. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> when you said I like to get my mind fucked, I was thinking I was like, and slashers won't take you to dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm very proud of that i'm gonna pat it it's it's mine quote that's yeah you should you guys should you, you should make t-shirts yeah. that. psychological <laughs> horror they'll bring you flowers they'll woo you they'll dance with you they'll kiss your cheek in the morning and they'll call you the next afternoon mm-hmm. all right so ro you the got empty a- man bought me this corsage <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I don't know if anybody here. And then it took me to pound town. I don't know if anybody (laughs) here or any of our listeners uh, watched Ted Lasso, but in the empty man, at one point, one character says he's here, he's there, he's everywhere. So every, so I just thought of the football chant of Ted Lasso regarding Roy Kent, like he's there, he's there, he's every fucking where empty man, empty man. But I digress. Ro, you've got a podcast <laughs> that you're a part of. Uh, would you tell I, our listeners what it's about and where they can find it, please? I do have a podcast. It's called Bad Guys and B-Sides. Uh, and it's uh, it's an actual play podcast, which means uh, 
we play a role playing game. We use we're using Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and uh, we're we're the 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 story is that like uh, we're we're a band of like you know like teens, twenty year olds, whatever, like uh, going on our like first tour through the country, and then supernatural stuff starts happening. So it's like it's not it's not Scooby Doo. It's the thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo, and that's a that's an important distinction. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the distinction, but it's an important distinction. In 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, the ghosts are real, and Scooby and Shaggy have to catch them for Vincent Price. So. That sounds amazing. That, that, uh, that sounds up for our and Like, uh, like tr- truly, I, I think it only lasted one season and then, like, immediately disappeared. They were like, immediately no. Immediately no. <laughs> uh, Aaron Gold, a former guest uh, on this show. Who else is a part of that fun podcast uh tori smith another magnet improviser nick nevis as well uh they're both on uh musical megawatt teams uh so of course you know there's there's some musical moments in our in our podcast uh nick nick writes um uh episode recap songs for like of, of recaps of the previous episode to start the the current one uh and uh my jaw hits the floor every time he plays one for us it's like how do you top yourself every episode how are you able to do this what what are you doing um and yeah it's a good time it's really funny and silly uh even if you don't like dungeons and dragons or don't really know anything about it uh it's a comedy podcast we're just making jokes and being stupid um i don't know shit uh, about dungeons and dragons but it's clear everybody on the podcast uh, I learned from listening to it. Your friends having a good fucking time and being creative, because you know while, while we've all gotten our our pointiest pokes with vaccination, um, should still be spending a lot of time indoors, uh, especially if it's cold. So why not do something creative with people that you like? Is the way I look at it. Hell yeah! Right. Uh, and where where can people hear that podcast? Please, bro. Uh, bad guys and b-sides like uh you know on all the podcatchers it's uh you know on everything spotify Apple podcasts with uh i stitcher probably just not stitcher you know i yeah i know it's on everything everyone that i've talked to who uses different podcatchers has been able to get it um and we've all like social media is bad guys b-sides there's no ampersand in it or anything because we didn't want to make things I don't know, overly complicated or whatever. And got a Patreon too, patreon.com slash bad guys b-sides if anybody's interested in supporting us over there. There um, you go. Um, yeah, just check us out. It's where we're we're pretty cool, I think. Nothing cooler than saying you're cool. Am I right? No. <laughs> no, but everybody should give it a listen. Finger gun, sounds, finger gun, finger gun. It, it sounds like it's up the alley of our uh, spooky uh music fans of this podcast chelsea where can the people find you if they want to um they can find me editing out rose whole bit um because they kept saying they were cool (laughs) 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 and i don't find it cool i'm gonna i'm gonna be chopping that up anyway um (laughs) just having a cool time over here just uh (laughs) hanging in the chill zone (laughs) It's like that uh, Hillary Clinton uh, vine. I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> She's holding like a, like a fucking like. I'm just trophy. Pokemon going to the polls. <laughs> Pokemon going to the polls. 
Uh, that's lit. Um, so <laughs> I'm just catching vibes over here. Catching vibes, all the vibes. I'm um I'm on Instagram and Twitter. You can just look up Chelsea Bennington, and I'm there. And I promise. I'm, no, I am this lame. I just am. <laughs> Not gonna promise otherwise. <laughs> you can check out Spooky Doings on Instagram. You can check out Spooky Doings Improv on Facebook. I'm on the Tweety at Rick Guzman 718. And uh, you know, check out things. You can find my 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 the thoughts that run through my head bones and uh, other podcasts. And who knows, maybe some show information sometime soon. We're, we're working on some things. We'll see what happens. Bro, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for podcast. having me. This was right. a treat and a dream. I'm, I'm sorry I, I tore apart uh, your comfort food. <laughs> Just tore it apart I'm, like a little bird. I'm sorry I chewed it up and spat it out in front of you. <laughs> That's all right. Stepped on it. <laughs> I have to scoop it up. And I'll make a stew out of it. Because <laughs> I'm gross. Much like, le- much like Leatherface. But for all it's of a, us. You would turn it into goulash? Huh? Ooh, uh? Huh? Chelsea mute him. Anyway. <laughs> oh. I'm not gonna our... <laughs> So I'm not gonna get any subscribers to my podcast from this. <laughs> nobody's gonna even nobody's even gonna know who Every... you are. <laughs> I'm gonna Everybody... cut out anytime your name is said. And it's just gonna Everybody... sound like we had some so if I if I had won anybody over, they absolutely hate me by this point. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're like, who is this person? <laughs> this is now a lost episode. Sorry, <laughs> this is what's going behind the Disney vault. Yeah. <laughs> Off the rails. To all our listeners who have stuck through our nonsense, I thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, follow us. Uh, write a review. Give us that five-star boot. Tell a friend about it. We appreciate it because we appreciate you. In the meantime and in between time, everybody, stay good, stay healthy, and stay spooky. See ya.